When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, four o'clock on this hump day. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got Julia's random thoughts. Hollywood speak this hour, and we're going to get to something. Well, we have got to talk about Lizzo right now because there is a war of words happening between the lawyers for Lizzo as well as the the lawyer who's representing the dancers who are suing Lizzo. So um, I'm watching it. Entertainment tonight, and they got uh, they got their paparazzi outside of a, a studio that Lizzo was going to, and she looked so cute, and she was just smiling, and they're like, hey, "Lizzo, how are you feeling about everything?" And she's like, "I'm going in to do some recording." I thought, "Okay, you know, maybe you know, this is good. I'm glad that she's you know out and about, but I I really have been wondering when Lizzo hired Marty Singer." the bulldog lawyer who's gotten a lot of bad men off of a lot of bad stuff for many, many years in Hollywood. But he's, no, listen, this is the guy you get when people are, you know, coming after you. He is the guy. So this afternoon, uh, Marty Singer uh, let let the media know that um, the three dancers who are accusing Lizzo of sexual harassment and forcing them to go to this yep. Amsterdam nightclub that featured bananas. bananas and dildos and interactive um, sex show, if you will. Um, uh, Barty Singer said, well, we're going to sue those dancers because we have a photo of the dancers backstage at Casey and I's favorite cabaret show in in Paris, the Crazy Horse Cabaret, which is a topless nude cabaret show. But there's, it's a burlesque vaudeville Uh, show. Yes, it's like that. Thank you. There's no, there's no dildos. There's no bananas that are being, you know, ejected (laughs) from anybody's vagina. It's classy. It's, yeah, it's a classy show. So Marty says, we have these dancers... Yep, posing As a, with a group with a group of other dancers. They're there willingly, and he said, um, uh, "He said we're going to sue them oh. on Lizzo's behalf." Oh, this is just this is just so wrong. This is just such a wrong I- angle. Okay, so here's what the this here's what the wrong. three dancers. Oh. This is what her attorney said, or their attorney said. Um, our clients aren't afraid of Marty Singer or his empty threats or his victim shaming. Um, uh, 
they, I've, we've handled thousands of cases, including prosecuting drug cartels. So we have no plans to back down. Let's see if Marty Singer can try a case in a courtroom instead of the media. Ooh, Snap. ooh! But then we got the report today mm-hmm. about that the Lizzo dancers had already filed a suit. You know the one that I gave you. Oh, this is a different. This group is completely of different. This is a completely different group of dancers. Yes, and but it 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 kind of shows a little bit about the irresponsibility of Lizzo's production company and team. her team management. And other things. Six months before the Lizzo lawsuit of these three dan- these yes. three women who are suing her, uh, there are 14 dancers from the HBO documentary called Love Lizzo, which that director, that woman came forward when these dancers initially made their claims and said, I was hired to do this Love Lizzo documentary, and I quit after two weeks because I couldn't stand the toxic environment that I felt was happening yep. between Lizzo and her dancers. Yep. So these 14 dancers um, were included in this documentary. I forget who directed it, but they were not paid. Right. They didn't sign permission slips. I mean, we they were told they were just going to do a dance for something that was going to be used at a award show. But the the clips of their doing this ends up in the documentary Five where they're minutes. yeah where they're sharing very personal stories that they did not sign off on or agree to. Well, I mean, even for our movie, our the joy of being unbelievably <laughs> massively delusional. Every person that volunteered to yep. help us. Yep. We had to have them sign a yep. thing to be on film. This is basic 101. So anyway, these dancers were kind of given the runaround. Then they were offered $300 each. Now they're in a five-minute sequence. $300 and an HBO show. On an HBO show. and the Personal, LA, personal yeah, things shared. Yeah, the LA Times has this story. And um, so after one of the dancers hired an attorney... To press their claims, Boardwalk Pictures, which is Lizzo's company that makes TV and movie stuff. That's the name of it. Um, They signed confidential settlements with the dancers in February. And each of the dancers ended up um, from $300 to about $109,000 each. I had seven thousand. Well, they get seven thousand, and whether they sing, oh yeah, yeah excuse me, it was seven thousand. So three hundred dollars to seven thousand dollars. But the footage was used. Companies, production companies, would know this mm-hmm. isn't right. Mm-hmm. It. I just can't believe now, Marty Singer and Lizzo, because that's her attorney, have agreed to say we're going after these dancers now because they took a group photo backstage at the at the Crazy Horse yeah. Cabaret, which is about like. You can't compare a sex show to burlesque show to a live sex show. Yes. They're two completely different things. They really are. So that is something. So anyway, I I, don't feel good about this with Lizzo right now. I just want her to fire her manager. Just say, my gosh, I, I've woken up. I can't believe all the bad stuff. I apologize. Let's I had no... let's rehab my my image before it keeps going in the stinker. I agree. I mean, she has had too much bad stuff, and nobody really has stood up for her. Yeah. Nobody. Harry Styles, where are you? Yeah. Well, Beyonce put her back in, yeah. in the song. But I mean... 
This yeah. is ugly. I mean, Marty Singer, he writes in, he said, Her attorney. The, attorney, Lizzo's attorney. As the old saying goes, a picture speaks a thousand words. Here are the dancers happily crowsing backstage with the performers after a topless thing. So the, the, the dancers are firing back. Um, I just really wish mm-mm. someone, she's very, you know, I feel like someone just needs to take her and say, listen. These are women. You're a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, these are very serious um, things that you might not think were serious and thought it was all a joke. But this is serious now. And this is your career. Yeah, I know. Everyone loved you. Yeah. What is it we're suffering from, Lori? You had a name for our... Uh, it's a psycho, psychosocial relationship that we have with people. But there's a name for it. Yeah. A poly... A no, no. It's porno. polyamorous. No. No, it's no. not polyamorous. <laughs> It's that's all I. That's all I know. That's the only poly you know. Yeah. It's some poly social, parasocial, parasocial relationship. Parasocial, thank parasocial you. relationship because you feel like you know we her. We do feel like we know her, and I just feel like this is the wrong direction. She's very active on TikTok, and I think that's a big part of it. I see her all of the Who? time on my Lizzo. Still, not still, but like she isn't. She's been quiet during, for the last couple yes, of weeks. Yes, for yeah. sure. But especially during COVID, she was. Everywhere, but she was super fun, and everyone was was. all in. And every that's, I think, that's where we started this relationship. Yeah, because she was so active, which you rarely see celebrities like run their own pages. Like love Taylor Swift, but you can see that all of her posts are pretty like promotional, talking about the tour and the new albums, and that's about it. Versus Lizzo would just like. Post videos of her in her living room talking, which was just something we and don't see that often. But this would be where a good manager would right. would caution you about some of this because when you are that out, then people mm-hmm. do feel like they know you. And then when something yeah. goes off the rails or there's a crisis, it becomes a bigger crisis because then people get mad at you like they get mad at a friend or a yes, family. Yes, yeah. we feel like we know her. We the feel response like we know is you. always very important. Yeah, and yeah. it and it hasn't. Not one thing she's done has been good. No, no. Her not even accepting that these people have valid feelings and well, she called it sensationalized. Yeah. and whenever you say that stories are sensationalized, that means you're not saying they're not true. Exactly, you're, you're just, just exaggerating, exaggerating the point. She's finding so many like loopholes. Yeah, to not have to admit what happened while also being like trying to make herself look good. It's yeah. Just- None well, of it's great. <laughs> none of it is great. Now now there's a war of words between Lizzo's lawyer and the dancers. And the ladies have hired a good attorney. He's oh, yeah. not sitting down. No. I'm, I'm, or she's not yeah, sitting down. No. I can't. Uh, I don't know about the law firm. But, yeah, they're just like, yeah, we're we're not backing down, Marty Singer. We're going to um, keep you posted on this. But when we come back, we're going to post you, keep you posted on what random thoughts are going through my brain today. I don't even know if you want to know. Oh. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Well, Lori, you have been talking for the last two days how Virgo season is upon us. It is. Virgo season is upon us. Virgo season is upon us. And Beyonce is a Virgo, which we know. Yes. And her birthday wish, as she celebrates her 42nd birthday, is that from today through uh, September 22nd, the end of, uh, I think... 
that's past Virgos, but whatever. She wrote on her Instagram story that we want to surround ourselves in a shimmering human disco ball each night at the concert. Everybody mirroring each other with joy. Virgo season together in the house of Chrome. See you there. Wear silver. That's right. Well, I'm telling you, everybody wore silver. Did you know that ahead of time to wear silver? Yes. Did you? Because of her videos and the horse. And I mean, everyone everyone was already in on that. I even tried to get a hat, um, the glitter rhinestone cowboy hat. Yeah. And I was dealing with my dad and everything. And Mm. so I just, I, I, didn't have my usual zest for shopping, mm-hmm. but I wanted to get one of those right. hats to wear. Right. And I was sad that I didn't have one at because there were so many shiny, crystally beautiful people yeah, there. Lily had time before the show. She went and bought a nice, like this jacket that she had. It's, I don't know. It's kind of like a throw over, but the whole midsection was all silver, silvered out. And everybody was like, where'd you get that jacket? Where'd you get that jacket? Oh, I mean, nice. Everyone know you dress like you're going to the club. You do. Yeah. yeah. And for the state fair tomorrow, you dress like you're going to be swassy. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's yeah. it. Okay. I didn't know this. Do you remember the movie, the lovely bones? Cause I know we read the book. Oh, yeah, I do, by Alice Siebold. Yep, (laughs) and it's a young girl who's been murdered, and then she watches over her family. She narrates the book from her grave. Yes, with um, Stanley Tucci and Saoirse Rose. Saoirse Ronan was in it, Mark Wahlberg, Rachel um, Weisz. But Peter Jackson directed this, okay? So this is a little random, random. Ryan Gosling gained 60 pounds to star in The Lovely Bones. I don't even remember him in it. But when he showed up on set, it turns out Peter Jackson wasn't picturing an overweight lead. Gosling was fired, and Mark Wahlberg was brought in. Oh, that sucks. Was he the dad, Mark Wahlberg? Um, I think he was, and yeah. the mom was Rachel Weisz. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. you imagine putting on all, all that weight and then being like, nah, we're good? No. Oh, man. No, not at all. Oof. Okay, so... um. Skin experts uh, can, uh, a licensed esthetician says she can immediately tell if a young person vapes. She calls it vape skin. Really? She says she notices sagging skin, acne, crow's feet, forehead lines, and even issues with their teeth. Mm. It sounds like a meth situation to me more than a vape. Yeah, it does. But that's, just in case you're wondering. Mm Mm-hmm. Vaping for youngers. No, no, no. Yeah, stay away. Stay away. Um, I think this kind of sounded fun, and this was one of my ideas when we were guessing Project Down and Dirty Move, like roller skating party and roller fun. basketball. Yep. Well, (laughs) Chip and Joanna Gaines Uh um, are going to be producing their first show outside of home improvement and cooking and everything that they do. It's a roller dancing competition. And it's going to be a- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And HBO Max, and it's the very first roller skate dance competition ever. And... um. It's going to be, teams are going to be selected from Atlanta, Houston, Las Vegas, Nashville, New York, and St. Louis. I think that would be fun. I like would be fun. I, think I that, like the idea, but I don't know if I, I don't like Chip and Joanna being a host for it. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. they're trying. Banks, since she's not doing Dancing with the Stars. Oh, there you go. God, she's no. the host. Yeah. It's the first she's time the Gaineses have put something in the development right. sp- specifically for Max. I think it kind of sounds fun. And they're kind of, I like their kind of quirky, you know, kind of dorkiness. That they might be perfect for this. I've never watched them. I like them. I love their home stuff. Except when they've been on like a morning show. Yeah, I love them to get, like their quirkiness, if you said, Julia. Their dorkiness, I think, could make this work. It's it's fun. Their their home shows are great. I I think so. I appreciate that. Okay, Lori wants, Lori, the dog lover. Mm -hmm. Um, Zeta, the three-year-old German short-haired pointer, is in the running for the TSA uh, cutest canine of 2023, and she is at her very own MSP airport. That's right. She works as a bomb-sniffing dog at MSP oh. and is one of four finalists in the TSA's annual contest. I didn't even know they had this. They she do. works. She faces competition from the working dogs at Las Vegas, Atlanta, and Tampa airports. She competed in the first round. It's going to be today, and if she goes through, I think you go to TSA canines annual dog contest to do this but she could move on but the dog before this would be our second tsa dog winner two years in a row ebers ebers was a vizsla labrador mix that was at msp before zeta and she retired in um iowa last year i decided they're all women um and if she wins this could be a back-to-back boasting yeah you can you can vote on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Yep. Don't delay. Pause what you're doing <laughs> and vote for Zeta mm-hmm. right now. I love this picture. Zeta's got some cool spots, mostly yep. black with some white spots. Very cute. And TSA has more than a thousand explosive detection canine teams deployed nationwide. I always see them in Seattle. Uh-huh. Um, on her days off, Zeta likes taking naps, spending times in Min- in Minnesota's. Um, Vaunted parks? Yeah. And chasing squirrels. What does vaunted mean, Lori? Vaunted? Like, you know. What is a vaunted park? A vaunted park? Park. It means it's like well-known. Oh, I've never heard vaunted. That's a new word for me. It's got recognition. Okay, I've never heard that word. Me neither. Highly praised, widely recognized. I thought it was a spelling error or something. I'm glad I got the definition right. I felt certain that that (laughs) was it. You were right. Um, Irving Berlin is the only Oscar winner in history who presented the award to themselves. He won (laughs) Best Original Song in 1943 for writing White Christmas for the movie Holiday Inn. And he later said opening the envelope was extremely awkward and the rules were changed following the following year to prevent that from ever happening again. I would say so. Can you imagine? And the winner is... That's a great song and that's a great movie. Um, I don't know if you... Do you know the Greek word for herpes? 
Oh, God, no. <laughs> Lori might be able to figure it out. Um, What's her, the origin? Her pay? Yeah, the origin... <laughs> something... H-E-R. That's what nope. I know. Creeping. Creeping, okay. Oh. Creeping. The disease got its name because the blisters would creep across your skin. <laughs> that is somewhat oh. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just... I'm just delivering you know, randos. I'm it. shocked that the, still to this day that the only STI I ever had was crabs. Really and truly. <laughs> I know. That was going to be our state fair shirt sure. one of these years. It really is. I made it out of the 80s with, uh, you know, my other years with just crabs. Get through the 80s and never. I, I just mean, heard someone's kid has chlamydia. And I'm like, God, I haven't oh. even heard that word in a while. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh and I got the crabs from a boyfriend. Oh, that's even, even worse. from some rando. Oh, that means he might have been. Well, no, he definitely cheated on me, but, you know, I was cheating on him, too, so we <laughs> both kind of looked the other way. <laughs> I love the oh my gosh. right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If anyone wants to have a voice in this um, MnDOT's rethinking of I-94, there's a website. Um, I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should speak up if you have opinions. And um, other things that are happening at um, Costco... Is adding some new menu items. You know, the food there is so cheap and it's good. And it's delicious. It's delicious. It is. They have really good um, soft serve ice cream. Oh, amazing. And they just brought back strawberry. Mm. So it's very good. Their pizza, their hot dogs are good, cheap. Mm. And they have a new roast beef sandwich that's supposed to be very, 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 very good. Oh, I'm going to try that. And that's all I got. It serves, it's uh, big enough for two. Gosh, giving Arby's a run for their money. I like it. Oh, there you go. Roast beef is always big enough for two, you guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> of course we rounded out with that. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, the big thing I want to focus on here is that lately we've had some severe weather come through the Minneapolis St. Paul area and the surrounding suburbs so if you've if your home experienced any type of hail whether small or large give the crew over at Hoffman Weber a call or start out at hwconstruction.com they'll come over assess your house in no time it takes 30 minutes max then all you have to do is call up your insurance company to set up the claim and that is it they will take it the rest of the way for you it's awesome also what's cool is they have a nice showroom right in New Brighton off of 35W that's kid and dog friend with tons of product lines on display so you can select what works best for your home if you're looking at what kind of shingles you might want for that roof replacement. But like I said, the most important part is they'll handle the process from start to finish and take care of all the hassle that comes with insurance companies. So if you want to work with Hoppin Weber Construction on your home exterior facelift, go to hwconstruction.com. We are uh, still raising money for the Aloha Diaper Bank. If you want to donate to that, you just go to my talk keyword diaper and Trying to just get uh, cash money to send to the diaper bank so that they can uh, help families, uh, you know, be able to buy diapers while they're trying to sort out their whole entire life. Yeah. Um, and uh, but one of the things uh, I, I I'm in some admiration now for some of the TV um, entertainment programs about what they're how they're going about. They're making a pivot. And not having their not having actors on, and not having all the things. Not that that much is happening ever in August, really. But trying to get creative with what they're doing. And GMA had Kevin Kwan on this morning, the author Kevin Kwan, and we fell in love with Kevin Kwan 
back in 2013 when we, we read, read the book Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians. Asians. And then the next one, and then and the then, next one, and then just we've never read anything like Hannah, it. Hannah, have so you delicious. read those books? I haven't, but I've seen Crazy the, Rich yeah. Asians. The books yes. were so that first book so so good, so and fun. So he was on with GMA, and you know he's a writer, and he um, this is something that he. Is not talking about. They didn't really talk so much. They did a pretty good job. I would assume he's in the Writers Guild, but they didn't really talk around, talk like promoting the movie because I think the movie, I mean, I don't know if that even needs any promotion. That movie was so popular, but he did say that, um, he said, I never even thought anyone would want to publish my book, let alone there be a bidding war. For the books, for the movies, oh. I'm kind of a shy guy. I thought I'd just publish it under my own name, give it to a few friends. And um, so if we can play the audio uh, um, about Kevin Kwan talking to George Sepinopoulos about hoping for a sequel to the movie, because he did write two other books. Yes. Here we go. You know, we, we've all been waiting for the sequels to this, basically since the last movie came out uh, five years ago. And I can still remember taking my daughters to see Crazy Rich Agents on a very hot summer afternoon. We had so much fun when we saw it, but there's been a lot of delays with the sequels. You know, we've got the pandemic, we've got the writer's strike, all kinds of changes. When do you expect to see it coming out? As soon as humanly possible. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have an amazing team, um, amazing team of writers, and and people, you know, they're, they're waiting to press go. Right, everybody wants this. to get yeah. going again. Exactly. And you have not only sequels, but also a spin-off? Spin-off, yeah. What's that? We're doing a spin-off on Astrid, who's one of my favorite characters and really was the inspiration for this cover. You know, she's the glamorous sister of Nicholas Young. No, sorry, glamorous <laughs> cousin of Nicholas <laughs> Young. That's right. And she's played by Gemma Chan in the movies. And um, she's really, you know, the fan favorite. She you really know, we, was. We've all been waiting for this. Okay, so that's good. So, you know, I really am wondering if he's like the Raiders Guild are going to be mad now at Kevin Kwan now that I'm realizing how much they're promoting this. But that movie did come out in August, and it was which dazzling, movie? Crazy Rich Asians, oh, the first August time. of 2018. We went to the premiere at the West End. I'll never forget. We were so delighted. So delighted. And part of it, too, was that, um, you know, Kevin Kwan... He had did kind of an interesting thing. You know, they, of course, like the very first person who wanted to option it was Wendy Dang Murdoch. She was mm-hmm. still married to Rupert Murdoch. Yep. She read the book and she wanted to option the movie. And it didn't end up, she didn't end up getting it, but she kind of inadvertently helped with the bidding war that happened. And... Uh, she got a copy, an advanced copy from Graydon Carter of Vanity Fair because they were doing an, an interview with him. And another producer who jumped in after Wendy Dang Murdoch said, you know, maybe Fox right. will want to do this. They wanted to whitewash the story and have Rachel, um, by casting a Caucasian actress, and Kevin Kwan always like, this has to be an all-Asian cast. Yes, absolutely. And so what he did... Is he optioned to a different producer? He optioned the book for one dollar so that he would have a continuing role in creative and developmental decisions through this movie and any other ones yep. that are adapted. I love it. Yeah. Okay. 
So anyway, so this woman did, you know, she did do that. And then they felt very strongly about um, the music. And they wanted to have, like, they had a lot of familiar music, material girl, money, that's what I want. And then they went online and looked on YouTube for people singing in Mandarin covers of these songs. So I don't know. Um, it's really clever. It, it was so it was clever, so clever. How, it, how it was done. And then he said, uh, Kevin Kwan said that he shared with George a story about Ki uh, Hu Kwan, who won the Oscar this year for Everything Everywhere All at Once and played the little kid in the second indie movie about what happened when Ki Hu Kwan saw this movie, Crazy Rich Asians, in 2018. Talk about opening up new, all, new, all new worlds. Oscar winner Ki Hu Kwan credits this for his return to acting that's a huge it's got to feel great it's for you. amazing yeah he wrote me the loveliest message just saying you know he saw the movie he cried three times during it and afterwards he called his agent and said hey get me back in the movies and i'm so glad he did because boy did he give an amazing performance and may we see him in an upcoming project hopefully <laughs> i'd love to make that happen Talk Hopefully, and then he also talked about how they had they really had trouble finding um, who was going to be Nick. Yes, and it ended Harry. up going to Henry, Henry Goldie. Yes. Okay, so listen to this, Larry. I'm just looking up Kevin Kwan. We're talking about the author, and his he was written books, he's done movies, but listen to his family. He was born in Singapore. I think the thing about Crazy Rich Asians is we could not imagine that kind of wealth. It was all, it, I, and it was Singapore. Just seemed. Yeah, Singapore, like, Bangkok, or Hong Kong. So much wealth. Mm-hmm. He's the youngest of three boys into an established Chinese Singaporean family. His great grandfather is the founding director for director of Singapore's oldest bank, the Overseas Chinese Banking Company. His paternal grandfather, Sir Arthur, is was an or- orthomologist who became Singapore's first Western trained specialist and was knighted by Queen Elizabeth. So for, he knew the world of which he was writing. He did. Mm-hmm. Um, and his um, his maternal grandfather started the Methodist Church. And he um, he attended the University of Houston, but went on to attend Parsons School of Design in order to pursue a BFA in photography. Then he went on to work for Interview Magazine, Martha Stewart, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So what a yeah. p- pedigree. I mean, he really... And the books, if you haven't read, you know, China, Rich Girlfriend and Rich People Problems, mm-hmm. they were so good. And then the Sex and Vanity one, which was all about Capri. Yeah. Which we just love. And we interviewed him that for That's that one. That's right. We yeah. did do that. I just, we were so, I think we interviewed him like for a few of them. A couple books. Yeah, he's he's a talented guy. So is there something actually coming well, out? Well, that's why he hedged around that. Right. Because I figured he must have been thinking, I'm getting in trouble with the Writers Guild. Yeah. He won't be, though. Why? Because the Writers Guild doesn't apply to authors or journalists, oh. I'm pretty sure. And he okay. didn't do any of the screenplay adaptations. All right, so there you so go. Okay. It it's might true. just be like... <laughs> yes. It might just be like again, I when I was here on Monday we kinda talked about this. I was just yeah. kind of like disrespectful to them, but it's not technically like against the strike. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that they won't be mad about it, but he's not breaking any rules. And okay. it's a, he's not talking about the movie, he's talking about his book. So he's every right to that's go on that show true. and talk okay, about very it. Good. And I'm just glad. hint on that. Okay, Whether or not good. that's true, 
I don't know. Okay. Well, well, I do he know did he's not, not breaking write rules. the screenplay for it. Yeah. He did so not. So he's not a part of the guild. He's not part of it. Yeah. So you're right. He isn't. What You know, I got upset with Priscilla today. I'm going to have to watch all these interviews with a closer eye. But um, and the other thing that was fun about that movie was the fashion. Oh, the fashion God. was everything in that movie. Ralph Lauren, El- Ellie Saab, Dolce & Gabbana, Valentino, Christian Dior, and it was just... And Aquafina. And, oh, well, we discovered Aquafina. Yeah. If you haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians, that'll just make you happy. I love mm-hmm. that movie. I know it. I, I love that movie. So, uh, and I guess Kevin Kwan just called in, like, all of his fashion favors when this movie was right. getting done. Because he knew people. He did know people. And everything. So, anyway, and I'm excited that Astrid uh, is getting the spinoff. Oh, lovely. Wasn't the second book about Astrid? Yeah. Rich, Rich China so. Girl or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, so the right, speaking of the Writers Guild, uh, they are pretty pissed at the, uh, at the studios because they had a meeting yesterday and they sent this message out to members yesterday and both unions staged these huge solidarity rallies to show that this, despite the studios trying to crush them financially, the guilds remained strong together not to give in. The WGA letter to the members said, Dear members, after 102 days of being on strike and of AMPTP silence, that's the producers, all the companies, the companies began to bargain with us on August 11th presenting us for the first time with a counteroffer. We responded to their counter, had discussions. Monday, we had an invitation to meet with Bob Iger at Disney, Donna Langley, Ted Sarandos, David Zaslav, and Carol Lombardini. It was accompanied by a message that was past time to end the strikes, and the companies were finally ready to talk to the Guild. Okay. Instead, on the 113th day of the strike, and while SAG-AFTRA is walking the picket lines by our side, we were met with a lecture about how good their single and only counteroffer is. Oh, wow. We explained all the ways, all the loopholes, all the omissions, all the things that aren't in there, all the reasons we're striking in the first place. None of this has been addressed. We told them the strike has a price, and you guys have to be serious. This wasn't a meeting to make a deal this was a meeting to get us to cave, which is why not 20 minutes after we left the meeting, they released the summary of their proposals. This is their plan, not to bargain, but to jam us, make yeah. us lose homes, yeah, apartments, cars. Isn't that, and isn't that something that it's five, Bob Iger, Disney. Five studios. Five, five different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zaslow with the universe. It's mm-hmm. really, wow. So they were no, they're just like getting lectured by the people who are making all that money. And, they and talk, wait, and they, I tell you about our vintage scandal. It's about a good one. The last time the the writers and and Hollywood actors were on strike, and why they did it, and why they had to do it, and how it has a bearing on this very strike. Nice, good little tease coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, geez, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. It is disappointing. Very much. It really is. Mm-hmm. Who do they think they are? <laughs> do they think Chat GPT is going to write scripts and just, act? They just, do, and that's the issue. Okay, is that <laughs> it? All right. Well, they are very wrong. They are very, very wrong. All right, listen, we'll be right back. 
We're going to Hollywood speak someone that's calling us dumb, Julia. And I don't mean us. I mean the collective (laughs) internet. (laughs) You're lying. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning Rx. And um, one of the owners of of several of the Learning Rx locations, there's seven in the Twin Cities, uh, sent us a note that they have just been awarded 15 years in a row the Excellence in Customer Service and Community Impact Award. And they're so proud of this. They've only been open. Learning Rx has only been open for 15 years. And every year they've been awarded this Impact Award. It changes life. The one-on-one brain training. If you are worried about a loved one or maybe you've got chemo brain or maybe your memory is shot and you just want to go refresh up or get to the bottom of what's happening in your brain, Learning Rx they make it so easy for you to do that with their one-hour assessment, the Woodcock-Johnson test. So the Woodcock-Johnson. Yes. and skills the test. It's a real one. It is. And mention Lori and Julia, and the test for the assessment is half price. Go call them today and get the help that you need. So Morgan Wade, not Morgan Wallen, she's the country singer that is good buddies with Kyle Richards, and we've had to listen for months about the speculation about them as a couple. And then a couple of weeks ago, Kyle Richard stars in Morgan's video for her song. I don't know the name of it, but they're... Lava, 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 don't you? They're almost kissing, taking baths yeah. together. Morgan is doing got an interview with People Magazine. Wow. And she was asked about the lesbian rumors of her and Kyle Richards. And okay. she said, the Internet's a dumb place with dumb people. Um, I'm going to tell Morgan <laughs> and and Kyle that they have been feeding us these pictures on Instagram for four months right. of their relationship slash non-relationship slash friendship slash whatever. Yeah. They have been generating the content right. for us to come up with these assumptions. So yeah. thank you for that. Thank you for calling us Thank dumb. you for dumb, but you're the one who fed us all the inf- spoon fed us the information about the two of you. For months. Yeah, sitting on each other's lap, never denying it. Mm -hmm. Kyle making up a story for Beverly Hills Housewife that she and Maurizio have... uh, He wasn't in Italy with her and her five girls. But but, I mean, she's a gaslighter right now with this Morgan. And I have a feeling that her song hasn't sold uh, done doodly squat. I don't want to listen and well, don't care. You guys heard it. Yeah, well, I we didn't were care. gone. Julie and I were gone and I don't know that it I got don't, I don't care. I think Brittany told me it was just meh. Yeah, I don't yeah we played it. It's 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 meh and it's very just eye eye candy, awful eye candy. You yeah. know, not not awful. It's be- so cheesy. It's, it's che- almost like an eighties video from the eighties. Yeah, like someone taking their shirt White off snake. and yeah, throwing their sweat hair back. You know, very very good call. Very That's the way 80s, it yeah, yeah. 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 I've got yeah. a Hollywood speak for you youngins over there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, Logan Paul, we all know who he is, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just threw up the, in my mouth. The WEE star, Logan Paul. W. WWE, yeah, excuse is. me. He is, yeah. He left but, the Oppenheimer movie mm-hmm. for one simple reason it was too slow for me. Oh, God. I don't know what they were trying to do. 90 minutes of talking, just talking, just talking. <laughs> it's all. 
exposition. Nothing happened. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in a long time. Does he have a match coming up? I don't or know. is there anything new that's going on in his I don't know, but a movie where people talk has got to be exhausting. would ask oh Logan God. Paul an there opinion about Oppenheimer. Words. Well, he has his own channel. Yeah, we he don't want thinks, things we don't mention on this radio station. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like he thinks yeah. he we want his opinion on Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah we really don't. Yeah. I, we weren't looking no, for Logan's no. opinion. No, on just talking and talking. And that's like, what, what he do you does. Think the movie is. Yeah, and that's what he does on his podcast. Okay. He just talks and talks and talks, and it's awful. Okay, yeah. Hollywood speak this. Okay. When you ask someone in in Minnesota if they're going to the fair, what are the one of two answers you get? Hell no, or you, of course. Oh, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> Avoid it like the plague, or absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's love or hate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell no, or yeah, yeah. go three times at right. least. Yeah. <laughs> it, it literally is, I'm never stepping foot near that, or I can't wait. Yeah, I love Two it. Two different, but they're very, there's no one, I will see. I'm kind of busy. Every once in a while, I meet someone who says, I go every couple years. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always kind of amazed that you could even be yeah. that blah about it because it does seem to be love it or hate it. I really feel like that's how. Yeah. Yeah. I and, could go 12 days if I was given the opportunity to. Same. I could go every single day mm-hmm. and enjoy every minute yeah. of it. It's spring. It's summer camp. Summer camp where you can walk around with a beer in your hand. It's yeah. great. Except we can't have a beer in our hand until six. Until six, that's true. Real, really five fifty. But you can line them up. Someone went and got if someone wants to line them up the right there, thank you very much. I'll be down there this year. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, this Evan Handler. You know he plays Harry in and just like that and sex. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. Husband. He re- was talking to um, People Magazine, and you know he and Charlotte ha- had a. Nude, basically sexy. We've never even seen them naked in Sex in the City. And he was asked about it. He said, I was handed a script that said, scene one, Harry naked, Harry naked, Harry naked. He said... uh, I immediately went to the gym. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what? We saw him naked a lot in Californication. He plays David Duchovny's... Mm-hmm. That's Sex 10 years ago, buddy. though. God, yeah, California Well, Sex and the City is 20 years ago. Gosh. Anyway, he said, what's that? I'd finally, my inner dynamo was um, finally <laughs> <Released>. recognized. <laughs> um, I like his character so much. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, initially we got the impression that he was kind of unbearable unbe- un- and unattractive when Very. he started. On he that seems show. so sexy to me. Yeah, just kind of their relationship. Who would think they would be the best couple? Who would? Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Anyway, so he'd never done a nude sex scene on anything Sex in the City related. Hmm. That was all on Californication, um, mm-hmm. which is one. If you haven't watched, go back and watch. You that know what? One. That is another one to good to That's add to the list. I'm putting that it was on the list. Showtime. That was a fantastic show. It's a very. I'm putting naughty, it on the list. Very naughty. Um, David Duchovny. David Duchovny, but it's a lot of... I will say that very first season when he writes about... He's cheating on his wife and he writes about the woman who punches him in the face. Mm -hmm. I wanted to punch him in the face. But then the show just got layers of... Sure. Depth, I guess, Mm -hmm. that it ended up being really good. Yeah, it did. What was it? Five years it was on? It was on like six seasons. I think, Yeah. yeah. And the girl who, Natasha, I can't think of her last yeah. name, but she looks like a, Mer- a younger version of Meryl Streep. Totally. Natasha McCallahorn or something. Yes. McCallahorn. 
And she had four children. Boom, boom, boom. She had like four kids in her 30. And then her husband died. That was it. I was trying to. She was I like can't remember the tragic thing. Oh. Like That's right, right after her fourth baby That's died. Right. Mm. So now I, I always think of that with her. I always think of her tragedy. Boom. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, boy. Remember, oh. she told us she wasn't going to talk to us on social media. Mm-hmm. But it's Wellness Wednesday. She looks in the camera <laughs> and here's what she said. The first thing I'm going to do in my quest to feel well is to exercise, although I really don't want to. Is she looking into the camera with a sad... Who sponsored that? Goop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tracy Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy Anderson Mm -hmm. workout. Method. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, who would sponsor that? That just seems very... Mm -hmm. Does this make her relatable? No. No. She's in her sauna. (laughs) <laughs> getting ready to do whatever in a bikini. I feel the same way, though. What? Some days you just don't want to exercise. Well, yeah, of mm-hmm. course, yeah. but, you know. Her words are relatable. The setting is not. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heidi Klum denies eating 900 calories a day. She eats she, 902. She said, I don't count, and I never said that. All right. I couldn't be bothered to watch the Instagram video. Of but I think America's said, Got Talent might be getting more ratings because it's just starting up again. Yeah. And it's, because people... That need, show has always done well yeah, with I the think summer so. stuff. You can watch it with your kids. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.